Yeah, pal. Hail and kill. <laughs> Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. <laughs> That's right. And a hand job. So, so Cody, Cody Souza, man. How great was he? He was fun. He was a great guest. Great yeah, guest. I, I cannot say enough about his band, too. I'm And I'm really... I know everybody says, oh, it's easy to say you love a band every time you have them on. I'm going to tell you guys a secret. If they're live on the show, I'm going to be a fan. That's just a, that's a given. The bands that I'm not a fan of, those are the ones that you might hear on the um, solo editions of Chris Aiken Presents, because those are the ones where I might just be going through the motions a little bit. But the ones I bring here, it's, I bring them here because I, I am a fucking huge fan and 10 years you've been listening to these guys. I, I have even longer because like, like I said, his dad was his dad, um, Zetro. I, I've known Zet for ever for several of his bands, not just not even just Exodus. He's had a couple of other bands in between as well. Um, and um, I, I've known Zet for a while. And when he first started with the demo, it was like a three song demo, I think it was. And I remember him sending me like MP3s. He's like, dude, you got to fucking hear this, you got to fucking hear that. And I was like, yes. And, I, and what I remember was I asked him if I could play it and he said, no, he was like, he's like, I don't know. You know, we're not there yet, you know, whatever. And then, like I said to Cody, it, it was like a really long time between the demos and the release. And I didn't know what was going on. You know, I'm not in the Bay area, so I didn't know what was going on. If they broke up, if they were just decided it wasn't happening, nothing. And then it came back. I was like, fuck yes. You know, and I've been in for a decade, man. Five, four records and and the demo so far, so good shit. Impressive. See, and I don't follow the metal scene so much. Haven't in a in a long time. Sure. So it's good that you do. But sadly, then I have stupid questions every time these bands come on. I, I always stupid, ask the what worst stupid question. Did you ask what stupid question did you? Well, ask? for one, when I ask them tonight, I, I I go, how is how hard is it to find a brother? Uh, excuse me, a drummer, and. uh and the drummer is his freaking brother. Yeah, but how would you know that? How would you know that? Well, if I knew the band for 10 years, I should know that like you do, but I didn't know that. Yeah, but, so but right away, here, I go, see, I'm going to tell you why that's not a stupid question. Okay. Because everybody that's listening that isn't me that's a fucking ridiculous tard when it comes to music doesn't know that. <laughs> they don't. They, they know what you know. They're learning about... We had how, however many people we had watching live tonight. Nine of every 10 of them have not heard Hatriot before. It's just a fact. Okay, well, fair enough that's, then. That's just not, I mean, that's just a fact. Again, these those guys, even, even with 10 years in the business, they're a baby band. They are a, they are a baby band. They haven't, right when they were, and, and he hit it on the head, they were so poised to really be the breakout band of that whole new age of thrash metal. Like them, and then the one band that has gotten more popular is that band Havoc, that right. that really blew up, and they were right there, and then the pandemic hit and just sidelined it big time. So it's it's great that they're back with an absolutely intense record, and um, that they're getting this tour. This tour is fantastic for them, being out mm -hmm. there in front of Ellison's people and the people that are pissed off about him being kicked out of Megadeth. That's a great show for a, a new band that is doing it and does it well, but also does it with a lot of different influences. That's fucking fantastic for them. Well, I, he's I, not the only guy that was kicked out of Megadeth that's going to be there. 
Yeah, well, that's pretty it. much the whole band has been kicked out of Megadeth at some point. Is that not correct? <laughs> that is correct. That's everybody's been kicked out of Megadeth once. I think I think Stephen Piercy must have been in Megadeth at some point because everybody's been in Megadeth, weren't they? <laughs> it's it's plausible. Um, but no, it was a it was a cool lineup though. I mean, you know, for kids nowadays, they don't they think that this music just was invented a few years ago. I know. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's dude to, to go back and hear the creators of, especially killing is my business. Exactly. That is that. I mean, it's such an iconic record and I'm going to be honest, even the old heads like me did not discover Megadeth on that record. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm as diehard as they come, but I discovered Megadeth on P cells. Right. Because Peace Cells was the one that had the MTV and had all the airplay. And then once Peace Cells was going, then went backwards and got Killing Is My Business. That's how I discovered. Now, again, I lived on this coast. So, you know, I wasn't in the mix. I probably, if I was living in San Francisco or LA at the time, I'm sure I would have known of Megadeth. But, but those guys were still in the band on that record, though, right? That lineup was still Mm -hmm. the same, right? Yeah, that lineup was the same for the, I believe, the first three for. Killing peace cells and so far so good. So what? And they had their pictures on the record. Like if you mm-hmm. back then when we had albums and stuff, you know, you look and those guys were there. Yeah. So it is it is a big deal that they are gonna play those songs because it's their they're the ones that recorded it. You know, yeah. you're gonna hear it the way it was meant to be done. And you had to be good back then to play that shit. I'm assuming <laughs> that Dave Mustaine wrote all those riffs. Mm-hmm. But I bet oh, these guys wow. threw some solos and stuff in there. Uh, I, I don't know that that's necessarily a hundred percent true either. You know, I mean, if you ask Dave Mustaine, he'll tell you that, but I don't right. know that everybody else would agree with that. I'm sure there's some people that are going to be on that tour that would disagree that Dave wrote everything, you know, mm-hmm. but whatever. Well, the, big, the big thing back then I remembered was you got to hear the song mechanics. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sounds just off. like hit the lights or whatever. Right. Killing. Yeah. That, that no, it was uh, four horsemen Four horsemen. Yeah. It was, it was basically that they had stolen four horsemen, which all my friends, we were familiar with four horsemen off kill them sure. all, mm-hmm. but then to go back and go, Whoa, it's like, and it was still cool though. Cause it was like four horsemen, but like twice as fast. Yeah. Twice as fast and way more mean. <laughs> yeah. Just pissed off. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. I dude, I, 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 huge i mean that was that's my music there i always say i'm a bay area scene guy that's that's my music all my favorite bands are that era yeah it's it's all testament exodus anthrax metallica megadeth slayer those are all like those are like six of my top 10 you know it worked for me too at that time when i was uh, the first time i ever played in front of people was at oak crest junior mm-hmm. high school at Encinitas here in ninth grade. And we, it was funny cause you know, playing Metallica covers, we didn't have a bass player and it's funny cause you know, we always make fun and justice for all you can hear the bass, <laughs> right. but it actually works like to play those songs. You don't really need a bass player. Right. But uh, we, we played um, uh, a couple different Metallica songs and we did play the Megadeth version of anarchy in the UK. Okay. Which was even a uh, you know yeah, you would think you're not going to do a better version, but it was a really cool metal version it of was. that. It was like a snottier version of Anarchy in the UK. I love that song. 
Yeah, and so yeah, we we played. Uh, I think we opened like Creeping Death, nice or something, and, and it was so funny. We're just little little kids basically, but the kids loved it, man. They, and we had no singer either. It was just, but the music was that good. Sure, you know, there's so much going on musically that it entertained them uh, enough that when we were finished, they all you know stood up and clapped, and it was probably my my first time playing <laughs> as thrash first, metal. Dude, it's ironic, Creeping Death was the first song that I played in an actual paying gig with my one and only band distorted illusion. That was the first, <laughs> the first song we ever did was creeping death. And we were the broken smokes. We were, we were distorted illusion. You can just imagine what years that was. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, 91. I'm back. <laughs> you know, nice. but, but yeah, just good stuff. Enjoyed having Cody on. Man, this show flew by tonight. Look at that. We're already done. Can you believe that shit? Boom. Boom. And here we were. We were on the phone at 3 o'clock going, oh, I hope we have enough shit to talk about tonight. You know. <laughs> yeah, we we did fine. I mean, there were some things we were going to get into, but there's always other next episodes week, to get into them. Well, next week, in theory, in theory, Drew Fortier will be with us from, from the Lucid. Uh, he was supposed to be with us tonight. He had a bit of food poisoning. He, he hit me up this morning and was like, bro, I'm really sick. Can, can we push? And I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, I should have said no, just to see what he would have done. He, yeah, no, how no, metal is that dude? Do it from the toilet, man. Yeah. But knowing drew, he would. And that's the, uh, that's, that's the real issue is I don't want drew to, I don't want drew to have a <laughs> shitty appearance with, with the lucid right before release. So, right. Right. You know, Good so, point. um, but, uh, drew will be on next week to talk about the lucid's new record saddle up and ride. Um, I got to find out how violent Jay from insane clown posse ended up working with these guys. That is such a weird collab. And from what I hear, and I'm not going to break any news, but I hear there might be other collabs coming with uh drew and violent J. oh well that would be hilarious so and who knows violent J may show up next week with drew i have asked for that he said we'll see that was the words we'll should see we, uh should we dress up with our clown makeup if see? he would confirm it i would wear the clown makeup i would too i would definitely go full juggalo yeah you know? should we be juggalo? juggalo you know he's gonna be on Man, i i love uh, dude i'm an icp fan I don't care what anybody says. Who's going chicken hunting is a great tune. Riddle box is a great record. The great Malenko is like one of my top five favorite rap albums of all time. I love me some, some juggalo music. I'm a big fan. Dude. I, I, I love them. I I'm, you know me, dude, I'm, I love everything, but when they were, when they were hitting hard, when insane cloud posse was at their peak, they were also doing wrestling and you know my love for wrestling. So that all played nicely together for my head. I was like, here's these guys, and they're on WWE, and they're making songs about murdering people. This is the best thing ever, man. <laughs> Too good. But Didn't the WWE just get purchased by, like, Saudi Arabia or something. It, it's in the it's in the process, and I hope that does not happen. But oof. do you think it'll stay the same? They just no. keep the same people in place, or I, I I I you know what? I don't know. I'm torn. I'm torn two ways on this. There's a part of me that thinks there knows that the Saudis own Uber, and they're not making chicks get into the car in a burqa 
to, to get a ride. So they're staying the fuck out of it to make money. So there's that piece that makes me think that. Then there's the other side. They do these events twice a year called Crown Jewel. And even the American, the American chicks that wrestle, they make them dress head to toe, like from their neck, everything's covered. And it's, it, it, it looks like the old Batgirl suits, you know, from the sixties Batman, you know, it, it's, it's, okay. it's still kind of hot. I, I it is kind of <laughs> hot, but when you're used to hot as balls, Alexa bliss and, and she's got it got a thing wrapped around the top of her neck all the way down to her feet it's like eh, that's not so good yeah it's not so good and it's like uh, if they're gonna do that if, and and the saudis love the old wrestlers so they're always bringing whenever they do these stupid crown jewel shows it's mm. like hey look who it is it's goldberg it's like goldberg what year is this <laughs> hey they wheel out sergeant slaughter yeah, if he's still alive, they probably would. Man, Hogan. when I played, <laughs> this is terrible, but not terrible, but kind of lame, nerdy. But uh, when I was a kid, I played with like the GI Joe guys. Yeah, yeah. And at one point, they made Sergeant Slaughter a GI Joe guy, and I was so <laughs> fucking pissed off. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's it." That you know, it was like they totally had sold out, or like right. it was so goofy to me that they were combining. You WWE know. and yeah, man. Toys. I just remember that's when I hung up GI Joe over that <laughs> in Sergeant Slaughter incident right there. Did he have a big chin like Sergeant Slaughter? It was just, yeah, it was like a just a fat drill <laughs> sergeant guy. I'm like, you know, if I was actually by him, I would have a tank run his ass over. That would be the first thing I would do. <laughs> that's too funny. All right, let's get the fuck out of here, man. My voice, I'm sure you can hear my voice is going. Four hours of talking is enough. Um. All right, well, we will be back next week. Drew Fortier will be joining us to talk about the Lucid. Uh, I don't know who else will be joining us. Um, Eric, you are um, where on this weekend? One more time. Right. Uh, the Stephen Piercy Band will be in Key West, Florida for Saturday. We're going to open for Tesla and Queensryche. Nice. And it's uh, Rock Rock the Boat. No, I, don't know. I forgot what this thing's called. It's a five-day festival that starts tomorrow. Okay, very cool. From what I understand. And I should actually, you know what? I do have uh, something here that I can pull up real fast. Yeah, pull that up. So I know I Pretty Boy Floyd old. opens it, right? Right. Uh, the daily lineup starting Tuesday, January 17th. Enough's Enough is the first headliner. Uh, Jet Boy and Pretty Boy Floyd opening. Now, I did see, I am friends with the Jet Boy singer, and I saw them post something like major flight delays, and that's already got me my anxiety better leave uh, now <laughs> well you know my flight sucks like i have a red eye flight that leaves out of lax which i don't live in los angeles i live in san diego right so i gotta go i gotta drive two hours up and park up there and um take a red eye that leaves at midnight Ugh. and we will get into key west sometime in the afternoon on friday the 20th i'm gonna miss my mom's 75th birthday and from that point, we'll have a night to sleep. And then Saturday is, is the show. Uh, Autograph, I believe, opens the show. And then okay. it's Stephen Piercy. Uh, and then it will be Queensryche. Nice. And Tesla's the headliner. Uh, going backwards uh, the day before, which we might go and check this out, but Sticks is going to okay. be the headliner on Friday, the 20th. Extreme, uh, Striper, 
black and blue uh thursday 38 special slaughter which was supposed to be vince neal by the way okay i don't know what he has covid he has covid is that what's going on that's what that's what the rumor is Hmm, me and neely talked in length about does he really have covid or is this their way to get get the replacement singer in the motley crew well, uh, is it a way to get the replacement singer? Tomorrow? Well, that wouldn't affect this show because this was a this was a solo. No, but if show. they need him to, if they need him to be having COVID, yeah, I guess. Um, and I don't want to leave out though. Uh, Wednesday, uh, I went backwards here, but Lover Boy, Steven Adler, Honeymoon Suite, nice. I got a new girl now. She's a lot like I you. I got a new girl now, and she's a lot like you. A lot like you. I always liked them. I like that song, Feel It Again, too. I feel it again. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's an awesome song, too. Yeah. Helix. Helix is on this. Give girl. me an R. R. Oh, oh. C. Oh, K. C. Okay. What you got? Rock. <laughs> That's Helix. What you right? going to do? Rock and roll. That's Helix, right? I don't know. I think I that's Helix. That. But I knew that like telling my mom I'm missing your birthday because we're opening for Tesla was okay with her because she remembers no. me going to see them in the uh, nice. 80s. One of my first <laughs> concerts was Tesla and Def Leppard. In She's the like, okay, then. Good. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I tried to throw a, a party for her last night just because I for a milestone birthday like that. I felt so bad not being there, but it sucks. My stepdad who had, they had COVID missed Christmas, right? Not a month later. He's got COVID again, ended up in the hospital last night. So she was schlepping him down uh, to the hospital. These are my over overly vaccinated parents, by the way, people who can't admit that this thing has made them worse off. And it's it's allegedly. Mm, Yeah. Allegedly. Okay. Saying allegedly for the YouTube assholes that monitor this shit. I got not, my mom. Not because and I, I believe. Oh, oh, not because you believe it. You're saying not because I believe them. it. Because the YouTube overlords, God forbid, you actually say that you believe that. You're not right. And you know what? All our stuff is transcribed, and they're looking at everything. Yeah, sure. Every little word. Sadly, but, though, dude, I get stip- bounced all the time from like six years ago, eight years ago. I do oh, old episodes. Yeah, old episodes. They find the shit. So, but anyway, here one last thing before we go. I would like you to acknowledge this guy because this is the guy that was worried about your health. Well, thank guy, you. girl, I'm not sure, but yeah, T cuz T cuz brah. Uh, I am doing quite well. Thank you. Um, and earlier in the show, if you missed it, I, I had a doctor's appointment this morning, coincidentally, and I was given a, a good bill of health. Apparently my cholesterol, as you heard was, was right where they wanted to be. And Things were looking good, so you guys are stuck with me for a while. There we go. Well, we will be stuck with you again on Monday, I'm assuming, when you get back. That's right, and I'll have a full report for you, sir. That's right. So let's get out of here. Um, Everybody, as always, it's definitely appreciated that you listen. Please share it. You know, I'll be posting the clips of this thing up in the next couple of days so that you guys have something to listen to during the week. Please, please, please share the show. Do us that solid. If you do anything about this show... Not asking you to buy nothing, not asking you to do nothing other than click the button and say share and say, I like these guys. They're fucking funny. That's all we need, right? That's right, Chris. All right. So let's get out of here for Chris Aiken Presents. I am Chris Aiken.
And I'm Eric Ferentinos. And we are Dunzo. See you, folks. Thank <laughs> you.